Hello, Theater Forks, and happy holidays. I am one of your hosts, Amy Driscoll. And I'm Diana Shabai Booker. And this is the holiday episode. Um, We were supposed to start this episode by Diana enjoying a plate full of cookies that I (laughs) promised her yesterday in a text message, and then I didn't deliver them um but a big big shout out to my bestie breeze and i who spent 15 hours over the weekend making 11 kinds of christmas treats they look amazing um and last night at 11 o'clock after dropping half a pan of peanut butter blossoms on the literal outside ground i just couldn't be bothered to put together plates to bring people (laughs) yet so those treats are coming diana thank you you've seen the pictures you know they're real I do. I do know. And now real. all of Theater Forks has heard me promise you a plate full of treats. So in it's, our next pod episode, you'll have to check in. I will. And say if I came through my promise or not. There we go. Well, I look. I, I made cookies today, so I'll eat those and then I'll enjoy your cookies after. And I will prolong the cookie experience. Yeah. yeah. I think we can never have enough. If 2020 has taught us anything, <laughs> I think it's treats. More baked goods. Really do fill the void. And my pants. <laughs> but it's fine. Listen, it's winter. we got to stay warm. Right? And everything's stretchy. Everything is stretchy. Yeah. God bless Lycra. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> um, uh, anyway, friends of the pod, um, how's everybody doing? <laughs> Diana and I are going to talk holiday traditions and... Christmas memories, um, and we hope you will also give us feedback on your favorite things. Um, but until this pod airs, Diana, what have we heard from the internet so far? Yeah, so we put up a post a few days ago and asking what your favorite holiday traditions were, and I'm going to read the responses we got. So I'll go to Facebook first. So on Facebook, uh, Maddie Sharp, former guest of the pod, Maddie Sharp said, My parents divorced when I was 11, and Christmas Eve was always with my dad. We'd wake up early, watch all of the extended editions of Lord of the Rings, and she says this was a whole day excursion, and make homemade pizza, one of my favorite memories. That sounds wonderful. Yeah. There are certain movies. I went on a whole thing on my Instagram about this this weekend, about how some movies aren't Christmas movies, but, like, are Christmas movies. Yes. Lord of the Rings totally fits into that. I think Star Wars fits into that. Pretty much every musical mm-hmm. fits into that. Movies that make you feel good. Yeah. I think Harry Potter. Oh, how could I forget? Yeah, totally. Yeah. Or even Pirates of the Caribbean. Yeah. Like, I can remember being in high school when those movies came out, and that was, like, a big Christmas break thing. Was totally. staying up way too late and eating all your Christmas candy and watching the Pirates movies with your pals. Yeah, especially when there's, like, a series like that. Mm-hmm, then mm-hmm. it's, you stay up late and you watch them all. Yeah. yeah. Good one. Uh, Marcus Woodard said, family Christmas Eve Monopoly game. That family must be so tight if they can play a Monopoly as a tradition. I commented on his post. It was like a dangerous pastime, Marcus. (laughs) I don't know if you guys are as cutthroat as everybody else, but keeping your peepers posted on Nana over there with those pink 50s. (laughs) Nana is shifty. Uh, Anne-Marie Brack says, Uh, My mom always had multiple trees, at least two in the house, and one was always a white tree outside, this was in Florida, with blue decorations. 
But this year, uh, she said, my brother hates Christmas. So this year she did a mini black tree with Grinch decorations and a quote, long Furby, uh, which is my brother's favorite internet meme thing. And I will show everyone a picture of long Furby, but he is so haunted. <laughs> Dislike. So deeply haunted. You can see on the tree, he's like this orange guy up there. Oh, yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, oh. There's the Grinch hand, the Grinch yep, tree. Yeah, the Grinch hand, yeah. the Grinch tree. I mean, the Grinch tree's real cute, but Long Furby is, has seen some things. He sure has. Um, love a white tree, though. Mm-hmm. I love, it, like, reflects light so nice. Mm-hmm. I love, like, a white tree with, like, pink decorations. <gasps> Same. So good. Love that. And then on Instagram, uh, Kyle Mason said, the Christmas pickle. And if you have not heard of the Christmas pickle, like I hadn't, he said, it's a pickle ornament that my parents would hang on the tree and my siblings and I would race to find it. Whoever found it got a jar of pickles for Christmas. It's supposed to bring good luck for whoever finds it, but I like the pickles more. Well, it brings you good luck because you get the jar of pickles. Hey, how lucky. That's all you need, To have your very own jar of pickles. As an adult, those pickles would go right into a Christmas brunch Caesar for me. <laughs> I'm starting this tradition now. That's amazing. Also on Instagram, uh, Emily Montgomery said that her, her favorite holiday tradition is her cookie swap party, which she couldn't have this year, so she has crying face emoji. I also miss your cookie swap party, Emily. I will send you cookies, I promise. Thanks for your submissions, everyone. Uh, I wrote on Facebook, too, to get the party started, and... Uh, this is sort of a weird thing, but I said that having a clean house really makes it feel like Christmas. And my mom liked my comment, which I knew she would. Um, but so this is a thing for me because when I was a kid, every year right before Christmas or in December, my mom would get the carpets professionally cleaned because we would have people over for Christmas. Oh, yeah. And this was like a once a year thing. So it was always on Saturday morning. So Friday night before would be like get takeout and then the whole thing was you have to clean up the house because you have to vacuum you gotta move all the furniture into the kitchen and there's my mom has uh very smartly gotten rid of a lot of the carpet in the house now and there's laminate but there's a lot of carpet in the house right and then saturday morning we'd all have to get up early and we'd go down into the basement and my parents would get this big tim horton spread of bagel so canadian <sighs> bagels and donuts and and my parents would have coffee and they'd read the paper and my brother and i would watch Saturday morning cartoons. We'd all just hang out on on the Saturday morning before Christmas, and then we'd come up, and the house would smell like lemon. And you have to be careful because the carpet's wet, and you have to walk around in your socks. But then the house would be clean until Christmas because we just deep cleaned the whole thing. So, and then we could decorate after uh-huh. that too. And we could put the trees up and all that. So once the house is clean, it really feels like Christmas. So I did a deep clean uh, last week, and it house smells like lemon, and it's. It's oh, nice in there. That's wonderful. Yeah. What about you? Well, okay. So my mother um, might actually be related to Santa. And we, <laughs> um, currently in our home, she has 30 totes of Christmas goods. Your house. Three zero <laughs> totes. Um, and most of them live in the magic cupboard under the stairs. I'm in my basement, which is very Potter-esque. Um, but some of them have to live in the garage, obviously, because there's no room. Um, but um, she starts the decoration process like Thanksgiving, um, if not before. Some years when things are real bleak, it mm-hmm. starts before Thanksgiving. <laughs> um, and when my mother decorates, it's like whole hog. So all of the regular things come down mm-hmm. and they get a deep clean, a good bath in the sink before they're put away. 
Um, and then the Christmas decorations go up. So then after Christmas, when I'm yelling, after Christmas, <laughs> when the decorations come down and it's time to put the regular things back up, then we would do an annual redecorate the house. Oh. So things might not always go back in the same place that they came from, or we'd rearrange the furniture, because you rearrange the furniture for the trees and stuff or whatever. Right. Um, and so that's kind of been how it was at my house now, um, at 440 James. Um, when I was really little on the farm I mean it's always my mom has always 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 been a big decorator but like when I was little I didn't you know participate right. um, <laughs> um but yeah that's kind of for me it's like once the decorations start going up then it's like time yes mm-hmm. totally we another Christmas tradition I love is going to the theater I feel like like obviously I'm going to the theater uh, all the time as much as possible but like I don't know, non-theater people go to the theater at Christmas, and I can remember going to the theater very young at Christmas, and it's just, I don't know, there's like special sort of magic about it. Mm -hmm. And although we can't go to the theater at Christmas, we still have two local theaters here putting on some Christmas stuff. Isn't that right? We sure do, Diana. What a nice segue. Thank you. Um, <laughs> we, um, we do, in the Greater Grand Forks community right now, we have our virtual holiday cabaret yeah. streaming um, through the 26th. And that you can get, can be your very own to stream um, through our link on our Facebook page um, for a, a, a minimum of a $5 donation. Um, and that's yours for a whole until the 26th to stream, I think, as many times as you like. Yeah, yeah. Once right? you get access to it, it's just a Vimeo link. So, so what I discovered is you can open it on your computer. And uh-huh. if you like the Vimeo page, then you can go to your smart TV and log into <gasps> Vimeo. And then it's right there. Oh, my gosh. So I watched it on my TV and, like, not on my phone. So smart. Yeah. Um, and then our friends over at um empire theater company we talked to gina and we've talked to maddie before they worked very hard um and they put together a fun holiday cabaret as well which is streaming through the 26th as well as well um and that one is free to watch but friends of the pod please from amy and diana know it's a lot of work to put that in oh yeah um, and so if you're going to watch it, throw them, again, at least a $5 donation. Yeah, it makes a big difference. It makes a big difference. And to be frank, even though there is no theater happening right now, the bills still need to be paid. And we've been very, very fortunate to have a steady stream of donations and income from Steel Magnolias and, and donations from our couple of cabarets and some grants and stuff that we're, you know, in pretty good shape paying our bills. But... The winter's only going to get colder. The yep. heat's only going to need to be higher. Yep. And our friends at the Empire have a much bigger house yep. um, to warm than we do. So just remember, friends, um, to be generous. Um, if you're going to watch the entertainment, throw the performers yeah, a bone. Totally. Well, I mean, the Empire usually does a Christmas show. So mm-hmm. if you're going to spend 25 bucks on a ticket, just throw that to them right. instead. Or to us. Or both. Or split both. it right down the right? middle. What is that? 14 something 25 would be 1250 1250 a piece Diana is 214 dollars or 14 a piece I'm Canadian money doesn't make sense to me numbers aren't real (laughs) um but yeah it both are lots of fun Uh, mm -hmm. obviously we're biased because we're both in the GGFCT one but we have a ours or both of them do but I'll talk about ours first has 
just a big variety of entertainment. We have singers, we have musicians, we have stories of all kinds, and we uh, we got to have a lot of our fire hall kids in this show. Mm-hmm. And oh man, do they miss being on stage! Mm-hmm. It feels really. Not to pat ourselves on the back, but it feels great to be able to give them this opportunity to perform on stage, even if it's for no one. Like, it would be easy for us to do, um, you know, a self-tape Zoom cabaret, but this is about giving people an opportunity to be on stage again. Right, and to come back. Yeah, which Mm -hmm. we're being very safe about. Of course, we all wear masks until the performers perform, and then they take them off and they put them back on, but it's... um, yeah, until we can all be together again, this is uh, this is great that we can do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and Empire One is also great. I watched it this weekend, and uh, there's some some familiar faces for sure. If you have been to Empire shows in the past, and familiar faces to the Fire Hall too. We have some a lot of mutual friends in there, so uh, check them out. It doesn't take very much time. You, you you know you can bang them both out in an hour and a half and donate a few dollars and. Have a have a merry old time. Here's my suggestion. <laughs> okay, picture this, everyone. Everyone's been cleaning and cooking and preparing, and we have our small family gatherings to go to, and you've been on top of each other for months, um, and now it's Christmas, which is a stressful, great stressful time, mm-hmm. um, and we've eaten dinner, and we're sick of looking at each other, so let's... <laughs> Turn on the cabarets. Yes, you don't have to talk to your family. Instead, (laughs) I think it's a great, it's a great time filler, and it's good, high quality entertainment. Yes. Um. So listening to you talk about going to the theater when you were little at Christmas time, Diana, brings back a really funny (laughs) experience that I had. Yes. As just a wee. I mean, I was little. I was probably three. So my, so my dad's best friend um, and his wife are my godparents. And so when we were little, we were always together. It was mm-hmm. the Benson girls and Amy. And <laughs> there was three daughters, and they were all a little bit older than me. Um, and so I was like their fun little baby doll mm-hmm. when I was born. Um, and there's pictures of them dressing me up and wrapping me up and putting me in their doll clothes. And Aww. my dad used to joke that he sent me to the Benson girls to toughen me up because I was a very shy child. But anyway, so we always did like the Benson Driscoll um, family Christmas. And so we were very excited. So I was three and the other girls were a little bit bigger. And we ha- we made a special dinner. We had elephant ears. <laughs> Um, do you know what an elephant like ear is? Like the pastry? Like, a, it's like a, do you know what an oofta taco is? Um, I think or so. Or fry bread taco? Explain okay. for my mom um, who's I'm listening. going to educate you, Diana. <laughs> so there's this beautiful thing in town called the oofta taco truck. And an oofta taco is a fry bread taco. Mm. Um, what a fry bread taco mm-hmm. is. And yeah. so, but here we call them oofta tacos. And if you're eating the fry bread sans the taco, then we just call them elephant ears. Oh, okay. I don't know. Who's to say? There's like a, a swirly puff pastry that's also <gasps> called an elephant ear, I think. So I don't oh think gosh. you're too far off. It is like a bread baked yeah. thing. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Maybe. Okay, you guys. This is going to be a real quick side note. So often when I'm working, when I was working with students, um, or even now, like if there's something really difficult at hand and kids were having a hard time, I'd be like, you guys, how do we eat an elephant? One bite at a time. <laughs> 
So and it's creepy. the grossest <laughs> saying. But now that I'm telling this story about elephant ears, maybe that's where I got it from. Just your obsession with <laughs> eating an elephant. I don't know. <laughs> anyway, anyway, not a serial killer, I promise. Just an elephant killer? Mm-hmm. Um, nope, not even that. Um, although my dad did have a pair of elephant skin boots. Oh. He said they great. weren't poached, that the elephant died naturally. <laughs> served, but I think he truly believed that, but I don't know if that was true or not. Yeah. Peter, don't come after me. I don't wear fur. I'm so sorry. Uh, anyway, uh, this is this is this is falling apart very quickly. Um, anyway, so okay, so we uh, we had our elephant ear dinner and we all got in the car and we were going to the Chester Fritz to see a production of the Jungle Book. Which how exciting! Screams Christmas, right? Screams Christmas. First of all, but we get there and it's like. It's like the cat's version of the Jungle Book. So they're all dressed in like skin, skin tight suits of animal print. And yeah. they're like crawling around on the ground. Oh, and it's man. very dark and very abstract. And all of us are like looking at each other like, what is. I think I cried. This oh, is yeah. This not... is a crying experience for sure. <laughs> not where's king louis what's happening i want to be like you i don't know i just the bare necessities i can't yeah it was so so that was my i think aside from fred penner the folk singer (gasps) fred penner he was my first concert my mom used to work for fred penner she was his publicist i think we've talked about i'm gonna find you that picture it's framed in my house i'll send it to you friends (laughs) of the pod i'll show you give it to a man going far far away but the cat came back the very next day the cat came back they thought he was a gunner but the cat came back he just couldn't stay away. Give me a meow. Go. Yeah. I, my mom took me to meet Fred Penner oh once, and I cried. Of course you did. That's a crying <laughs> moment. Yeah. Um, so aside from Fred Penner, my first concert, I think this was like my first theater experience. Oh, man. Amazing that I wasn't scared I was going to say, oh, God, that didn't screw you right up. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that was Christmas of 1990, I think, oh, is when wow. that was. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's wild. That would have been right in, like, the Cats hype, too. Yeah. Right in the middle of Cats. So people were like, yeah, we could do this with anything. People will buy tickets. Yeah. <laughs> I guess I How guess wrong we, we were. <laughs> I, think we, I think we had, like, really good seats, too. I feel like I remember being, like, right up against the stage. And they were just, like, these, like, ter- it was terrifying. That's wild. Yeah. Yeah. I remember, let's see. I saw a Christmas story the play at Christmas not the musical but the play at Christmas mm-hmm. once I've seen A Christmas Carol of course everyone's seen A Christmas Carol my last winter in Winnipeg so this was just a few years ago the uh, Manitoba Theater for Young People which is like a children's yep. theater company they were doing a Charlie Brown double bill so they're doing You're a Good Man Charlie Brown and a Charlie Brown Christmas oh. and I went by myself and I was the only adult not with a child but it was so good because they were like real actors yeah. in it and they were like it was well done so that's uh love that <laughs> all good all good theater experiences i really appreciate that you were the only adult without a child attached because sometimes i just want to go to like a pumpkin patch but i right. feel like i can't sure why i went to a pumpkin patch this year right but you went as a couple and it was cute i suppose can't just do that by myself so now i just like all my friends that have children i'm like hey, do you guys want to go to the pumpkin patch <laughs> do you want to go to the fair i made that a 
a point when I when I moved here, I didn't know anybody, and Jeremiah was still working at Target, so sometimes he'd work nights, and mm-hmm. I sort of made a promise to myself that I would, wouldn't wait for my husband to go to things with me. I would go to things by myself, and so I remember that, like, one of the first weekends I went moved here, I went to the Empire by myself, and I saw Hand to God, which was very good. Yeah. And now I'm, like, friends with everyone that was in that show, which right. is so weird, and that weekend we got Lola, so big weekend. But, like, yeah, if I was... You know, it's, it's, yeah, mm-hmm. it's important to, this is a line from Steel Magnolias that Clary talks about. She doesn't want to yeah. go to things by herself, but you can have very good experiences like seeing Charlie Brown at a children's theater. All by says. yourself. Yeah. That, yeah, that's when I went to dogfight in New York. I went all by myself. Right. I've never yes. done anything by myself before ever. Yeah. And Especially I did in New York. That's yeah. scary. Yeah. And all the other kids wanted to go to Ghost and I was like, nah, which, who am I? I love Ghost. <laughs> I don't know. But, yeah, I took myself on a date on a random impromptu date to Perkins last week. Oh. Um, I was working on a project at UND, and they gave us an hour lunch break. And I was just going to go get, like, a salad from Panera. And then all of a sudden, Perkins was there. And I was like, now I'm turning. <laughs> and that was a big step for me, too, because I don't like to do things by myself. Yeah. And I, like, sat Eating in a restaurant. Especially yeah. scary. Yeah. Which I was like, good job, me. That's good, though. It's good when you can sit and sort of just be alone with yourself and mm-hmm. be content with that. That right. I don't think a lot of people can do that, so mm-hmm. that's important. We're working on it. Yeah. So what else... So what, when you think... So aside from a clean house, Diana, like, <laughs> what else brings you, like, oh my gosh, that's Christmas? This is a weird... My uh, my dad and I were talking about this. He's He lives in Vancouver, and mm-hmm. the rest of his family is in Winnipeg, and obviously all of my family mm-hmm. is in Winnipeg. And he said this is the first Christmas that he, since he was born, and he's 50-something, that he won't be with the Shabais. And it's mine, too. Like, I've lived here for two years, but I've been able to go up mm-hmm. both those years, and now I'm not. So I think we're going to have, like, a Christmas Eve Zoom or something. But the <laughs> the Shabais have this weird tradition of drinking this very cheap wine called Matus. It's, like, $6.00. I went to Happy Harry's and it, it was a rosé. So I was looking in the rosés and I didn't see it. And then it was with the boxed wine. And I was like, of course. Clearly. Why wouldn't it be here? So uh, I got that and I'm going to drink that and uh, probably get pretty drunk and uh, watch It's a Wonderful Life on Christmas Eve, which is my favorite movie of all time. And I watch it on Christmas Eve and I cry every time and I'll cry even more because I'll be drunk on cheap wine. So that says Without Christmas, your family. Without my family. Yeah. I have just a bunch of um, weird things that happen at Christmas that are not traditions, uh-huh. um, but memories I have. Um, this was probably after the carpet got cleaned because that's um, his luck. But uh, the way my parents' house works is that the garage door is over. Uh, none of you can see this, but Amy, but the garage door is over here. Uh-huh. And then the stairs going to the basement are sort of beside it. And then there's like a ledge in between. Mm-hmm. So when they were bringing in groceries, they'd like come in the garage door and they put things on the ledge and then we would take them to the kitchen from there. Right. And once my dad dropped uh, a whole 12 pack of Coke down the stairs, which are white carpet. Oh, And that's no. like a big Christmas memory to me. And uh, yeah, he's really mad. And uh, I must, I was a kid then, uh, but the there are definitely still Coke stains on that carpet if you look hard enough. So that's um, that's a big one. Magnificent. <laughs> I have one. My uh, my grandma who uh, is no longer with us, but um, for my whole life she was 
pretty much single, I think. Mm-hmm. So, but she was very social person, and she was like lived in a, the same apartment for like twenty years, and she like knew all the yep. ladies in the block. So once she brought her friend over for Christmas, and uh, this particular friend happened to be blind, and she didn't tell this friend that our living room was a sunken living room, so there was a step. Oh no! And she was like, and <laughs> my grandma said it looks just like her daughter's house. I thought she would know there is a step there, so she missed the step, and this friend <gasps> went face first oh, into all of the presents oh, under no. the tree. <laughs> so she was fine, uh, obviously, oh. but um, that's a big Christmas memory. Oh, Talk man. about that a lot. Yeah. Um, there are, and of course there are just certain movies and TV specials that make me think of Christmas. Um, whenever we went over to my grandparents' house for a sleepover, we would mm-hmm. watch How the Grinch Stole Christmas. Like, even if it was middle of the summer, we would watch the Grinch Stole Christmas, the, the 60s cartoon, because mm-hmm. that's just Yeah, it's the best classic. one. It is the best one. <laughs> I was watching, this is such an old lady move of me, I was watching Josh Groban's holiday concert live stream this weekend. Uh-huh, I love him. I love Josh Groban. And he was saying, someone, he was taking, like, questions from Twitter, and one of them was, what's your favorite holiday mm-hmm. movies? And he said The Grinch, and he said he just watched the Jim Carrey one, like, this year. He was like, check out the new Grinch. It's not bad. I was like, Josh Groban, that movie is 20 years old. Right, that is not There has a been new... another Grinch movie yeah. since then. Like, I love Josh Groban. So. That's really funny. Yeah. Um, a Christmas Story. I love that movie. Ralphie. <sighs> we love Ralphie. We love Ralphie. Uh, Mr. Bean Christmas. I've never seen the Mr. <gasps> Bean Christmas. Oh, it's an acquired taste. I my uh, Jeremiah doesn't like it, and my stepdad doesn't like it, but my mom and I love Mr. Bean. Well, then mm-hmm. clearly the boys are wrong. I mean, that's what I'm saying. It's a classic. Uh, it's a Wonderful Life. Um, Charlie Brown, Rudolph. You know all those ones that are on TV all the time. I, I like. I would always get together with my family. For Christmas, so I'm trying to, like, not focus on that and right. just, like, do things that I can do now, like, watch those. Or I've been baking every week for seven weeks. I've been baking so much. It's stupid. Friends um, of the pod, I've reaped the benefits of this <laughs> seven-week bake. So, yeah. That, yeah. That, I mean, and this year's so weird. Mm-hmm. Um, but I just have, yeah, a lot of, like, random collection of Christmas memories as well. So, like, when we were little, um, my so my dad's, I spent Christmas Eve with my dad, mm-hmm. and Christmas Day is with my mom. Um, and so, Christmas Eve with my dad, um, so the Driscoll family, it's, like, all the cousins and all the everybody would either get together at the farm house or, like, my aunt and uncle's. Um, but, like, my cousins, um, Catherine and Margie and I are all, like, within a year of one another. Um, and so we generally always had the velvet top dress with the poofy skirt and the attached pearl necklace. Um, in some form or variation with a bow on our head. And so in tights, always tights. Either yes. white or black. White would be dirty by the end of the night, so preferably <laughs> black. Um, and we would just, like, play and hang out and sneak cookies and... Um, but the fun thing about the Driscoll family Christmas is that Santa always came. Oh, that's exciting. Santa would come and we would wait and wait and wait and wait. <laughs> um, and finally he got there. And you know, like you reach a certain age where you like, oh, Uncle John's missing mm-hmm. from the room, <laughs> you know, or whatever. And so you start to figure out that, oh, okay, maybe it's an uncle that's coming in mm-hmm. as, you know, uh, a messenger for Santa. <laughs> right. Um, 
Um, and the, actually, I tried to find this photo to show you, but it's somewhere in an album. But my very first Christmas, I was like two months old, mm-hmm. and my dad was Santa. And you can see he's holding me, and you can see in the picture that I'm like, you're not fooling anyone, Dad. <laughs> Come on. I know you. <laughs> hey. Um, and I just, like, totally know it's him in the picture, which is a really fun. And now, especially, like, I want to frame that guy. Yeah. Um, but as we got older, um, <laughs> so I was mm, in high school. So I was, like, 14, 13 or 14. Um, and we're all piled. My aunt and uncle had this big, it was my grandparents' couch first, and then my aunt and uncle got it. It was mm-hmm. a big sectional, and it filled, like, the whole room. So, like, all 75 of us are, like, in, maybe not 75, but we're all, you know, like, <laughs> right. shoulder to shoulder, butt right. to butt, like, stuffed into this couch. It was, like, the color of our green chairs. Aww. It was, like, this color. Mm-hmm. Um, and we're sitting at the farm, and... And I'm kind of sandwiched between my, like, cousin Michael and my cousin Tom, I think. Tom, friend of the pod. And um, in walks Santa. And we're, like, kind of looking at him and kind of looking at each other and, like, counting the uncles. <laughs> like, who is that? <laughs> who is that Santa? And we're trying to figure it out. And, we and like, Mike and Tom are like, do you think I could take him? <laughs> I could probably throw a punch. Yeah, I don't know. We're like, that's so weird. And so then, like, the littles, of course, are thrilled, and yeah. they're getting their presents, and they're sitting on his lap, and then, like, our names start to be called the big kids. And we, oh, no. like, I, like, walked up to him and was like, and, like, grabbed my present and was like, thanks, and, like, would sit on his lap because oh, I didn't know man. who he was. Right. I mean, all of us were like... You know, like, what's happening? Um, And then we found out later that it was a man that my Aunt Diane worked with at Amazon. Like, someone my Aunt Diane worked with at Amazon was, like, her uncle or her... That he does this on Christmas Eve. Like, he goes around and he, you know, is Santa for family. (laughs) And we just, like, died laughing. Because we were like, there's an intruder (laughs) among us. Yeah, it was very... Shifty, there might even be a picture also of that Christmas where we're like, thanks. <laughs> That's a good instinct to have as a teenager. It's like, I'm not yeah, going to sit I on don't, this guy's mm, lap. Nope. I don't, I don't trust him. this. Yep. Not a fan. And then he came back probably for five or six years. Okay. So then by, you know, the second time around. And it was, like, incredible. He, like, knew, th- like, I mean, he could tell that he did this and he loved it because yeah. he would, like, give little bits of information, you know, like, oh, Ethan, I know you like Legos. Right. You know, yeah. and like, ho, 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 big boy, you know, and you're like, well, okay, all right, maybe you studied a little, okay, yeah. all right. Um, but yeah, that was always That's fun. So yeah. yeah, it was fun. And then, um, then usually after that, um, when my, my stepsisters um, and my brothers-in-law and we'd all go back and my stepmom and my dad and we'd go back to their house and we'd drink a lot of booze, <laughs> um, usually hot toddies, um, and we'd play games, and my dad would snore on the couch, and I mean, so that was, you know, in the last couple of Christmases with dad, that's kind of what we did, and we did, like, and then my nephew would come, and we'd bake, and we'd write letters to Santa, and we did, we had, we had Christmas crackers oh, one year, yeah. um, we took, <laughs> so my sister Nicole and my brother-in-law Logan and Elliot live in Austin, Texas, and, and Logan is a born and bred Texas boy, so like, 
not a lot of cold exposure and he hates it and god bless logan for coming to every christmas he came up here because <laughs> it's the worst and they always got snowed in their flight was of always canceled. people from texas yeah <laughs> like they always stayed extra um and we they went sledding i think it was the last yeah the last christmas of 16 um they were up, and, and Elliot and Logan had gone sledding, and so they were going to go sledding again, and they were getting all bundled up or whatever, mm-hmm. and Logan <laughs> Logan comes in the house from the garage, and he's like, hey, y'all got any more of those hill riders in here? And I was like, hill, hill riders? riders? <laughs> you mean sleds? Oh, man. Oh, poor Logan. <laughs> hill riders. Hill riders. My nephew's name is Logan, and he is... Seven weeks old. He is just a tiny baby bean, but I'm so excited for him to, like, already talking about next year he's going to know what's going on and he's going to open his presents. It's the greatest. Yeah. Kids at Christmas. There's just, like, I mean, I've, this is, Logan is the first of this new generation across the board. So, like, I'll get to see what a kid sees at Christmas. Yes. I'm so excited. It's so fun. It's just so fun. Um, and then my mom and I, you know, and my mom's family always spend Christmas Day together. Um, but a fun tradition that my mom and I have started the last, this will be number three, I think, um, is we have a ladies Christmas on December 23rd and my mom and her two sisters and, um, a handful of cousins, um, come to my house and I cook for them. Or my mom and I say, I say my, it's our house. Um, come to my roommate, Faith. Um, come to our house and I cook and we just enjoy. We hang out, we open presents. Cause like my mom and her sisters and then the cousins of us that want to come are big. Like everyone takes turns opening presents. So you like go around the circle mm-hmm. and you do one at a time and everybody gets to see what you're getting because you work so hard to buy gifts. Yeah. And, you know, and you want, like, I buy presents to, like, so people enjoy them, you know? So it's, like, it's fun to see them open and we talk and laugh and eat probably three or four rounds of snack, you know? <laughs> and it's just so relaxing. And the best part about it is I don't have to haul anything anywhere because it's at my house. Yes. <laughs> so, so, like, true. it just is there. Um, and so I'm very excited about We're going to do it this year. Um, and that'll be really fun. And that's really going to be our only family Christmas Yeah, is the 23rd because we're not, you know, nobody's really doing it. So the 20, so Christmas Eve this year will be just my mom and I. Um, and we'll open our presents to each other yeah. on that day. And then Christmas Day will just be my mom and I. Yeah. <laughs> but I was a bougie this year and ordered Christmas dinner from Ellie's Ivy. Oh, yeah. So we're going to have a whole bunch of like holiday things they going do. on. Yeah. I mean, all these poor restaurants that have just lost so much. I mean, as a theater, we've lost so much from this pandemic and restaurants. I mean, everybody, all the yeah. hospitality and entertainment. But, um, I'm happy that I can support a local um, restaurant. So we ordered Swedish meatballs and mashed potatoes and all sorts of fixings. And then I absolutely also got a pickle dip on the side. Have you ever had Ellie's Ivy pickle dip? Oh, my God. So good. Friends of the pod, do yourselves a favor. Go to Ellie's Ivy. Get a pickle dip. Jeremiah decided he wanted to do a ham on Christmas this year. 
So after doing everything for Thanksgiving, now we're doing ham and I'm making homemade pierogies. <gasps> yeah. And uh, uh, roasting carrots. And then I'm going to try to make a dessert just with leftover things I have from baking for seven weeks. I love that. So it's going to be some sort. I have like graham crumbs and uh, ginger snaps. So that'll be the crust. And then I have vanilla and chocolate jello pudding. So ho- hopefully it'll turn out. Like a marble pie. Right. Maybe peanut butter. I don't know. We'll see. So... Yeah. I think it's going to be delicious. Yeah. Speaking of ladies' Christmas, that reminds me, for a few years, my mom and aunt and grandma and I would all go to the tea house together. Oh, We'd have a little tea lunch, and there's this tea house in, uh, I want to say it's in Stonewall, Manitoba, where like the bottom floor is the tea house, and sometimes mm-hmm. they would have someone there that would read your tea leaves. And then you could go upstairs, and they had this whole shop of like Christmas decorations and like scarves and things for ladies. Uh-huh. And so that was like a whole day thing that we would do around Christmas, so... That's awesome. Yeah. What fun. I love it so much. I love ladies Christmas. I love a ladies <laughs> ladies Christmas. Um, yeah, I'm very, very excited about it. Yeah. Um, the one thing I do miss from being little um, is going to church on Christmas Eve. Mm. I'm not a churchy person mm-hmm. anymore, um, but there's something about... Getting all dressed up fancy in your tights and your velvet dress Mm -hmm. and getting in the car. You know when it's dark and it's snowing and you're driving and it's like speed force? Like the Millennium Falcon. Yes, like the Millennium Falcon. Like that, you know? And we lived, when I was little, we lived out in the country and so it's dark and you just like the snow and the headlights and you get to church and everyone scoots in the same pew and you're all cozied in and like my dad was a smoker and so his like leather jacket smelled of like cold and tobacco you know and mm-hmm. you're all kind of and mm-hmm. then the 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 church just smells like fir trees and poinsettias and it's one incense and there's just like this like i can like smell yes. it now and in the i love Christmas music. Yes. I love sacred Christmas music, you know, and our choir was always um, at the, like, the, if we went to the evening mass, that was, like, the children's choir sang. So then when I got bigger, I was in the children's choir in my stupid red sweatshirt <laughs> um, and my dicky, my Christmas tree dicky. <laughs> um, but um, when, you know, and the children's choir would sing, or if we were really brave, we went to midnight mass and the adult choir would sing a cantata and mm chills it was so good um yeah and just like that whole like mm, you know my mom's like perfume and like her velvet christmas outfit you know you just like that sense i'm I'm like a big smell sense no i heard recently that yeah scent is the most emotional triggering yeah yeah, um and you know and then and then going over to either grandma and grandpa's or margie and john's or later on pat and diane's um you know and it just like that like i so i miss that yeah feeling right but that was also when you were little and you didn't question things and you well, didn't have your own opinion you know what i mean and now funny, i because yeah. yeah. i have as you're saying this i'm like i have this same memory but it's not from going to church church proper but i was in band basically my whole school career and our Christmas concerts would be at churches. Yeah. So they have a bunch of seating. So like after I was done, I would go sit with my parents and like all of those same things. Yes. I have also experienced. Yeah. Yeah. That's what so did you wild. play in band? Why didn't I know this? I played clarinet from uh, sixth grade through high school, uh-huh. through the end of high school. And I played Barry sax for one year in high school. Diana. Yeah. Look at you. 
that's a fun thing I didn't know about there you. There you go. I almost brought my saxophone picture. <gasps> there from the, the <laughs> So I played the alto sax, but only for a year and a half because I'm a quitter and I quit everything. <laughs> um, big regret. Yeah. But again, I loved a velvet mock neck in the in the nineties. Listen, um, who did? And so there's a really great picture of me and my big saxophone. With my velvet mock neck and the strap giving me fortunes. <laughs> and my, like, stupid page boy haircut. Um, I'll find it for you. The berry sax is so large you have to wear a whole harness thing. Uh-huh. So mine clipped on, like, there, the, yeah. my sternum. But, uh, yeah, she's a monster. Friend of the pod, Alex Johnson, played the berry sax <gasps> in high school for a little bit. What are your favorite Christmas um, like music albums or movies or TV shows. Okay, okay. Um, I love National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. Yes, I just watched that this weekend, and I still laugh out loud every time. Like my shitter's full. My, shitter's full. my mom and I <laughs> love Christmas Vacation. And we have a, uh, I have an uncle, or cousin, he's a cousin, so my mom, okay, real, another sidebar, my mom's <laughs> sisters are 16 and 19 years older than her, um, and so all of my first cousins are, like, aunts and uncles' ages, so I use aunts and cousins interchangeably. Anyway, my cousin, um, we, I have a cousin, and we call him Clark. Um, <laughs> but, um, yeah, no, I love Christmas Vacation. I love Home Alone. Yes. I didn't um, watch, sorry, I didn't watch Home Alone until I was, like, 20 years old. And it's it's so brilliant. good. Both of them. Yep. The first two. Uh, they're yeah. the same movie, they're, but yeah. so good. Don't care. <laughs> the Wet Bandits. Um, Amazing. So there's a meme that goes around of Joe Pesci and um, the other one. Daniel his? Stern. Daniel Stern. And they're old, like now. So they're older. Mm-hmm. And it's like wanted. May leave faucets on a string of bands. <laughs> and my aunt shared it on Facebook. And my cousin was like, mom. Do you think it's real? Yes. Okay, I'm going to call out <laughs> Jeremiah's mom real quick. She shared on Facebook, this was years ago, a picture of who she thought was Jesus. And it's like, share if you are not afraid to, you know, share yep. your love for Jesus. And it was Ewan McGregor is Obi-Wan Kenobi. <laughs> and we said, um, we like texted it to her. It's like, you know, this is Obi-Wan Kenobi, right? And she said, but still, though. So Obi-Wan is our Jesus. Now. Obviously, Ewan McGregor, everyone. Um, that's hilarious. Yeah. Um, and then my favorite, like, classic Christmas movie is Rudolph. Like, Can't go wrong. Oh, God. Yeah. Stop motion goodness. I love Santa's beard in that one. I know. It just gives me just a nice, just so round. I just want to, like, touch I just want to put my hands yes. in it. Yes. And you um, call Cornelius and Yeah, and Bumble. the Island of Misfit Toys. Oh. Like, what? I am an island. I am a misfit toy. Like, I just love, you know, and, like, Clarissa's song, There's Always Tomorrow. I just... Oh, I love it. I love it. Um, And as far as Christmas music goes, okay. So Rosie O'Donnell, (gasps) friend of the pod. (laughs) Friend of the pod, Rosie O'Donnell. She put out two Christmas albums. Uh A very rosy Christmas and another rosy Christmas. (laughs) And she just sings duets. With famous musicians. That's incredible. So, like, um, do you remember Billy Gilman? No. He, oh my god, Diana, you're I'm so sorry. young. I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> he was, well, he's about my age, and okay. he put out a, an album um, when we were, like, 13 years old. Okay. 
Um, and so there's like a song. She did a song with him, and it's called "I'm Gonna Email Santa." <gasps> oh my god, I do have a recovered memory. Yes, I remember watching it on like a TV special. But like, I'm gonna email, email Santa. Santa. <laughs> yes, I'm gonna Yes, yeah. yes, I do yeah. know. I do know that. Thank you. Because I remember um, as a child watching the Rosie O'Donnell show, yes. so I must have caught that. Yeah, at wow. some point. Recovered, recovered memory, memory live here on the pod. But my favorite, favorite, favorite song on both of those albums is Merry Christmas from the Family, sung with the Dixie Chicks. Is this the song you did? Absolutely is the song I did last year, last year at the Home for the, for the Holidays. Holidays Cabaret. So it starts out, they do a little role play. And it's like, um, the Dixie Chicks start it. The Chicks. The Chicks. Formerly known so, as So, so sorry. Chicks. Formerly known as the Dixie Chicks. The Chicks. Absolutely. At the time. At the time. My bad, everyone. Um, The chicks started, and they're like, hi, y'all, welcome to our concert. Well, there was a contest, um, or we have a very special guest who won a contest, um, and she's going to come out um, and sing with us tonight. Um, It's Rosie, and her name is Trixie Dixie. (laughs) And um, she won a contest down at her local 7-Eleven. Where you had to keep your hand on a Dixie Chicks, on a Chicks poster um, for the longest. And then whoever did it got to come sing with them. She kept her hand on there for 14 days. <laughs> and eat and sleep. and wore a pen undergarment. Um, and so they're like, wow, that's so cool. Well, here we're going to sing this Christmas classic. And it starts out, mom got drunk and dad got drunk at a Christmas party. Oh, my God. It's just, you guys, take a Montgomery Gentry has a version too, but it's just not as good. It's just not. <laughs> I will put. I'll put a clip in here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, it's so good. Um, that, so that's probably my favorite. You know, I loved the Hanson Christmas album, yes. Snowed In, um, as a child. Um, but like I said, I have this like weird, deep love for like sacred Christmas music. Yeah. Um, and when I was in high school choir, our choir director, shout out to Mrs. Culbertson, um, had us do this mashup. Um, and I found a recording of it on YouTube because I was just like, I just want to hear it again. Um, but it's Silent Night. And then there's another hymn called Night of Silence. And so you sing one verse of Silent Night, and then you sing a verse of Night of Silence, and then you, like, put the two on top of each other. Okay. It's like the third verse of Silent Night, and then whatever. Um, And it's just so pretty. And it's so lovely. And, like, harmony and whatever. It's just, and it's sung, and the acoustics. It's, ugh, it's so good. It's so pretty. Um, But 
Yeah. Yeah. How about you? Let's see. Uh, movies, aside from the ones I've mentioned already, mm-hmm. uh, White Christmas, big one. Mm-hmm. Um, Holiday in the Musical, not the racist movie, but the musical with <sighs> uh, Bryce Pinkman. That's on Broadway HD. That's a good one. Mm-hmm. Um, Elf. Obviously. Of course. Forgot Elf. Um, oh my god, A Muppet Family Christmas. <sighs> That it was never released for streaming or DVD, so I have to watch the rip version on YouTube. So good, though. Are you a Christmas Carol person? I am a Christmas Carol person. Let's quick talk about the versions of Christmas Carol. Oh, my God. Okay, on three, we're going to say our favorite version of Christmas Carol. You ready? One, two, three. Mickey! (laughs) I was going to say the one I watched on Saturday that I was going to go into later. But Mickey's Christmas Carol is my favorite. And it it was my first... It was my introduction to A Christmas Carol. Yes! So it's so good. It's like in my brain. Yes. It's like only, yeah. The only one. The only Again, one. watched it on a tape that my grandparents recorded from CBC at yes. their house. That's the only way to watch Christmas things is on VHS tapes from your grandparents. Right, taped. <laughs> With the commercials. So good. We, um, yeah. Yeah. Though I... I, again, had not watched A Muppet Christmas Carol until recently into my adulthood. That one's very good. It's very good. And it's, like, very faithful to the book. It is. It's very legitimate. And it's long, and it's a full story. Yeah. Yeah. I I was watching it recently, and... Jeremiah pointed at Michael Caine. He said, is that guy dead? And I said, Michael Caine? I don't think so. And he said, that's Michael Caine? It's like, yeah, man. Yeah. Look at him. He's singing. Singing Scrooge. Um, Oh, man. The Holiday. (gasps) Like, There's nothing I want more in my life than to just go to a small British village and fall in love with Jude Law. Yeah, oh, that's all I know. So in my good. Whole life. Oh, also, public service announcement: anyone that does like a holiday movie bracket and pins the holiday against Love Actually is dead to me because Love Actually is like the worst movie of all time. This is the hill I will die on. It's not. I mean, there are parts of Love Actually that I find charming, but like, but it's kind of it's just a bunch of trash humans. Who cheats on Emma Thompson? Alan Rickman. This is why you need to kill you and die hard. And that's the Christmas movie Alan Rickman needs to stay in. So sad. Or die hard Mm. and then Rent. Rent is a Christmas movie. It is. I don't care. You're right. Um, Yeah. What else? I've been watching all the Christmas episodes of The Office in a row. uh, And Friends, of course. Of course. Um, Christmas albums. I grew up with, my mom really likes like, jazz music so i grew mm-hmm. up with like uh diana crawl and steve tyrell and john pizzarelli um christmas albums which are all still favorites We're still goodbye but as long as you love me so let it snow let it snow let it snow please don't worry about this flurry we're warm in our bungalow just listen for Santa going ho, ho, ho. Uh, of course, the Michael Bublé Christmas album. Obviously, sorry, Bublé, I forgot. Won the Juno Award for Best Album of the Year because that's what Canada picked. We said, this. we can't make better music than this. Michael <laughs> Bublé wins. Um, the NSYNC Christmas album, yes. Home for Christmas. Yep. Um, though, I was listening to Christmas music on the radio recently, and they played that song, and they cut out the part about God sends you his love. The bridge of the NSYNC song isn't on the radio anymore. Weird. Which is weird. I was like, this is North Dakota. How come they're not right. just using the God part in here? It's a wonderful feeling. Yeah. 
Oh, Ella Fitzgerald's Ella Wishes You a Swing in Christmas. Oh, I bet it's wonderful. Just yeah, the high, the highest standard. Yeah. I'm going through my Christmas playlist right now. Yes. Um, Josh Groban, obviously. obviously. Love, He's on my Christmas playlist right now. Joshy. Um, Have you downloaded Friend of the Pod Leslie Odom's Christmas albums yet? I Leslie do. Um, I think he does. He have two now. Mm-hmm. I've I've heard the first one. That's a good one. I love that he has duets. I don't remember. I don't know which album it's on because I just put all of my Christmas music on a playlist. Yes. So I don't know that's which album is right which. Now. But I love that he and his wife do duets. Yes, that's wonderful. Um, I love Christmas songs where an artist does a cover of a song they like a big hit of theirs but they change it slightly to make it christmas top three examples december by earth wind and fire which Mm -hmm. is exactly the same as september except they change the words to the 25th night of december and everything else is the same um taking care of christmas by randy bachman instead of taking care of business mm -hmm. and cheap tricks i want you for christmas instead of i want you to want me if anyone has any more those are my favorite. I'm going to need you to link. I'm going to need you to make crap. a Spotify playlist. And I'm going to need you to link it in the comments so I can enjoy. So, so good. Um, Holly Dolly Christmas. <gasps> I haven't had a chance to listen to that album. one yet. Oh, it's so good. I mean, Dolly Parton can do no, can wrong, do no wrong, in my Absolutely. opinion. Oh, and John Legend has a pretty recent Christmas album called A Legendary Christmas. Oh, I should That is very yeah. good also. I love yes. Him. I love him. Yeah. Top christmas treats or treats or food like what do we eat on christmas oh, what's christmas um terry's chocolate oranges they were always oh. in my stocking and uh i have two in the cupboard right now i've just been buying one a week but jeremiah said get two and i said oh do you want one he said no this is from me to you and i was like okay we share a bank account thanks but husband whatever. um my dad's side christmas would always do basically like thanksgiving so yep. turkey stuffing mashed potatoes meatballs all of that um, but my mom's side would always do like sort of uh, hors d'oeuvre finger foods. Ooh. So always, you know, like uh, like chicken wings are part of my Christmas food, and uh, mini pizzas and just like fun, some kind of snacky things. Yeah, but like, but yeah, my mom always bought me a Terry's chocolate orange. Even last year, I just happened to be at her house Christmas morning, and she bought us and wrapped us all presents because she was like, "It's Christmas morning, you need a present," and she got me a chocolate orange. And she sent me. She couldn't find a real chocolate orange, but she sent me a chocolate orange bar in the mail this year. Oh. So. Yeah, she sent me four of them, actually. I shouldn't well, say one. She, Barb was. is kicking it. <laughs> Barb knows. That's amazing. Yeah. I love snacks. That's kind of what we do for ladies' Christmas. Oh, yes. Like, last year I made, like, cracked chicken sandwiches. This mm. year I'm making tacos. Nice. So, yeah, we just yeah. do snacks. Um. Uh, yeah, I love, oh, always chocolate, like, cordial cherries. Oh, yes. Yep, that was, uh, those are always in my stocking. Mm-hmm. And now as I've gotten older, and I know that they're sort of trash quality, <laughs> I don't love them as much anymore, but every year, Santa brings me a box of cherry. Mm-hmm. Santa still comes to my house. Yes. Yeah. Um, but, like, I, you know, I always think of treat, but we always did, like, ham, Ham. Oh, yes. So Thanksgiving was always turkey and Christmas was always ham. Right. Stuffing green bean casserole, mm-hmm. um, stuff like that. Sometimes, you know, but like the, it's like the baked goods that I think of. Like, yes. Oh, my, my grandma's whipped shortbread, <sighs> which we couldn't make for a couple of years or, a, or someone, wait, was it a couple of years? I don't remember. But my cousin, Emily, who uh, will not listen to this podcast, but she nailed the recipe uh, last Christmas. So oh. it lives on with her. And the 
batch makes like 400 cookies because you use like three pounds of butter and oh my gosh amazing grandma because she would bake in like october and and just freeze freeze it it. and then give it to everybody at christmas because as we've discovered it's pretty economical to bake in large quantities yes yes exactly grandma's got to figure it out grandma knows i was thinking what was i thinking about Oh, as Breeze and I were both using our KitchenAid mixers, so mm-hmm. she had one and I had one going, and we're, like, knocking out these batters. I'm like, God, just think of our, like, grandmas and their, like, Play-Doh binger flapper arms. That, just like, doing it by hand. Just do with a wooden spoon. Just, stro- like, having a baby in one hand. <laughs> you know, because they weren't always grandmas. They were right. moms first. Right. So, like, a baby on a hip, and, like, mix in a bowl of Christmas co- Oh, my God. I, like. Just wild. Yeah. I don't know what I'd do without my stand mixer. God, I love so much. <laughs> Sponsor us KitchenAid. I would love. I don't have a KitchenAid one. I would love a real KitchenAid mixer. I got mine on sale at Hardware Hank. Shout out to Har- Hardware Shout Hank. out to local, well now it's local Ace Hardware, previous, previously known as Hardware Hank. Um, we love you. I That mixer was Sponsor 40% this. off this That's summer. That's incredible. And I yeah. was like, yep, mine. Um, yeah, very, very excited to really break her in this weekend. For sure. Yeah, she earned her, cut her teeth this weekend. Um. So. So I want to talk about, I watched, um, this version of A Christmas Carol this weekend. Mm -hmm. And like, you know, everyone has seen A Christmas Carol a bajillion times. I have never seen a production like this. It was like, so it's. It's a one-man version of A Christmas Carol starring Jefferson Mays, who is in, um, like, Gentleman's Guide to Love and Murder yep. and, uh, you know, a bunch of other things. He's on, he's on TV, too. Directed by Michael Arden, who did uh, The Revival of Once on this Island and The Revival Spring Awakening and, you know, mm-hmm. all that. And it's, like, it's so good. I can't even explain to you how good this production is. It, like, set the gold standard of what streaming theater can be, of what... A Christmas Carol, like I uh-huh. would pay one hundred fifty dollars to see this in person on Broadway. Wow. Like it was, the quality was amazing, and the production wasn't like like Jefferson Mays plays fifty characters, but it's not like oh hi Scrooge, oh hi Cratchit. Like he's not going back and forth. He's also the narrator, so sometimes he'll just sit there and he'll like be acting, but he's just telling you about the scene, uh-huh. and it's scary. Like the part where Marley's ghost comes in, it is like actually frightening. It was. Just astounding. So, um, please watch it because the ticket price is sort of high. It's fifty dollars, okay. but twenty dollars of that goes to community theaters around the country. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I don't know if they're doing this all the time, but I watched it this weekend and I got a deal where I got it for thirty dollars only, and you can donate more if you'd like oh, to. Wow. So look up for that. It's uh, live till January third. Okay. So it was like. It was amazing. Yeah. Yeah, it was so good. And he's, like, he's acting it like he's a theater. Like, he's looking up at the balcony and, like, down at everybody. Like, it was just... And I, like, shut the lights off and I had a candle. And I was, like, it was just... It was incredible. It was only an hour and a half. Oh, wow. Yeah. In and out. Yeah. I I think Christmas Carol is honestly one of my most favorite stories. Yeah. It's so... Mm -hmm. It's just... It's so good. It's... it. Well, obviously, there's a reason it's been told for right, 150 years, years right mm-hmm. like it's it never right. gets old i don't think there's any iteration of christmas carol that i'm like eh. right yeah like even the crappy ones i like i just I it's still like good. it's still good i like the story i like 
the different interpretations. Yeah. And I think it just is a really good metaphor. And it's a metaphor, I don't know, of mm-hmm. what people... Like, it's just a good display of humanity and how people right. can change and change their attitude. Yeah. And, like, the ripple effect. Like, what happens when you make one positive change in your life, you know? Yeah, that's so true. I mean, I was, you know, there's the obvious message of, you know, share the wealth because, mm-hmm. you know, you're not spending it. Like, what are you going to do? Take it with you? But... There's also, that's so true, you know, if you choose to pay your employees more, then they can, they get health care for their children. Right. Right? Like, your actions upon others, have, and then they have actions on mm-hmm. others, and it goes on and on, and yeah, a little, a little change makes a big difference. Yeah. Yeah. That's my official recommendation for Christmas 2020, A Christmas okay. Carol. I think it's called A Christmas Carol Live, Jefferson Mays. So good. And where do you find it? I think it's a christmascarolive.com. Oh. Um, but it's all, I don't know, I'm getting ads for it now because I bought it. But it's been, there's articles on Playbill and stuff. So if you just Google a Christmas Carol, Jefferson well, yeah, Mays. you'll find it. We'll Diana find it. screaming on the internet, then yeah, yeah. you'll see it. Yeah. It's really good. Yeah. And of course, the GGFCT Holiday Cabaret and the ETC Holiday Cabaret, both of which are live until the 26th. Mm-hmm. You can go to their respective websites, ggfct.com and empireartcenter.com, and check those out. Hope everybody has a really good holiday. And, and a, special, yeah. a special big shout out and love to the people who find the holidays difficult. Yeah. Um, the holidays aren't always happy. And... Especially this year, something that usually brings great joy can bring a lot of anxiety and a lot of sadness and a lot of FOMO. Um, and so just know that you're not alone and you're not in, in, and if this is a hard time, reach out, reach out to the people around you, reach out to us, reach out on our social media, theaterforkspod at gmail. (laughs) If you need a hug or a high five, probably not a hug in real life, but know that I'll send one to you in my mind. Um, but it's, it's, you know, it's really hard to listen to people go on and on and on and on and on about how wonderful the holidays are when sometimes the holidays are very hard. Um, especially this year to so many people who have lost family members. For sure. Um, a big hug coming your way friends of the pod um that and it's okay if it's not a happy holiday that's okay you're allowed to be sad yeah and you're allowed to be sad in company that's fine (laughs) so there's our psa for the day (laughs) um theater forksians that's a new one Forksians. Forksians, the theater Forksians. I refer to the people of grand forks as grand forksians is that correct i think so okay if I'm wrong, tell me. Theater forkers? <laughs> I don't know. Forkers sounds strange. Naughty. Yes, it does. It sounds naughty. It does. But it's a play on words. <laughs> um, anyway, I think we've taken enough of these <laughs> good people's time. Um, as always, thank you for listening. Please comment, like, share, drop us a line. Still waiting on you, Nebraska. I want to know who you are. <laughs> um, yeah. Thanks, everybody. Um, Happy holidays. And we will catch you in 2021, babies. New Year's. Woo! Theater Forks is hosted and produced by Amy Driscoll and Diana Shabai Booker. Our theme song is composed by Connor Walgus. 
Visit us at facebook.com slash theaterforkspod on Instagram at theaterforkspod or email us at theaterforkspod at gmail.com.